Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. Today, we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to be starting at the ending rather than the beginning of things. So what could you be surfing right now when you do leave the planet? What's the wave that you're leaving behind? What's the wake? So this is kind of an interesting sort of topic that keeps coming up over the last couple of weeks. I think it has a lot to do with the astrology and the planets and they're all in cahoots getting us to look at the legacy we want to leave behind. And, you know, what is that for you? Outside of meditation, uh, it's a little bit hard to look at. Uh, the ego likes to take over. Uh, the minute somebody says the word legacy, then it's all about ego and, you know, philanthropy and how much your name is going to appear on the side of some building somewhere. It it just leads to a whole bunch of different kinds of uh, things and sort of splashes in the universe that you can make. So do you need that? And do you want it? And so today in meditation, we're going to think about and look at those energies. And when I say think, I'm using the spiritual mind in that case, because outside of meditation, your brains are already thinking, and somebody put their name on the side of a building right now. So, you know, we've all had the near misses, those close calls with death. And either it's us or folks around us where we're just sort of like, oh, you know, phew. <laughs> we're, you know, we just had that close call with jumping over to the other side. And I've dealt with this a lot myself personally, so I might be a little irreverent because I'm jumping around my ego right now. But in the surf, it all comes down to one energy. There's really no beginning or no ending. So it's a strange dance we do between affecting people, being the effect of other people, and wanting to make a really big impact and be this catalyst for change. And here comes the ego again, lurking behind most of it. Um, outside of meditation, but that ego doesn't want to die and it doesn't want to talk about it when you leave the planet. So what are we doing with all this right now? What is the life that we have now that we want to have and the life we want to leave? And sometimes uh, when you think about social situations, there's the folks that arrive early to the party, the folks that don't leave until the last guest is leaving. They just stick it out the entire time. There's others that leave while everybody's having a great time. So it's there's something about that that has a lot to do with how we leave this life that we're in right at the moment. So are we creating new things, new friendships? Are we learning new things? Are we just getting through things? We're just getting through it. Are we trying to be present in every moment? Or are we checking out? Are we just like half-assing it? You know, we're sort of there, not really there. You know, there are those days. Maybe it's once a week. I don't know. But there are those days where we're just like, everything's a slog and it's hard. And other times it's like really joyous and fun and exciting. So are we busy thinking about the past? Or are we worried about the future? Are we worried about the past and the future simultaneously? Um, you want to notice if you're in the trough right now, that dark night of the soul. That's always a fun one. That'll be another show in itself. Um, actually haven't been brave enough to do that show yet. Um, or are you on an upswing right now? Are things looking great? So somewhere there's this up and down of life that is sort of happening all the time, whether you're up or down at, the, at this precise moment. And outside of meditation, this is a hard space to look at. And it comes to our own personal brand of judgment. <laughs> and our own world will get smaller and smaller the more we judge ourselves. 
as far as how we're doing, how we're leading our life, what's our purpose, all of that stuff. So we can blame and shame ourselves, whether it's our mind, spirit, body, into why things are the way they are. And we don't really need to change anything, or we could really want to change things. And even if we made like the smallest change, our world can open up again. So it's kind of like, gosh, if I make a move, stuff's going to change, and I don't think I want that. (laughs) Or you don't really know. So in meditation, it's really easy to look at this, and it's not so scary. So we'll do that today. Um, It might seem hard as I talk about it outside of meditation, uh, but I promise you it's not going to hurt or be messy. Um, And no one in your life is going to not talk to you again just because you're looking at this in meditation. We all have those folks in our lives that like us to be a certain way. And sometimes when we contemplate change, even the smallest change, then it's like, uh oh, I'm going to disturb the universe around me. And so there's that too. You know, where do you fit in right now? So there's really no beginning or an end to all of it. So, for example, in our social media apps, when we're online, there's some little light that goes on somewhere that notifies everybody else online that, oh, they're here. <laughs> like, they notice you. And even if you aren't corresponding with folks right away, it's like you're still telling everyone on that application that you're here in that universe. But spiritually, where are you right now? Are you in alignment? Are your spirit guides around? Are you trying to figure out your purpose all over again? Um, that's kind of a never-ending question, by the way. Um, I think our purpose changes hour by hour. Um, and you want to look at where you're judging yourself, that you should be farther along in different areas of your life, whether it's spiritual or work-wise or any of it. And sometimes we argue and fight with ourselves and with others over perceptions and attitudes and other stuff we can't even control. So sometimes we get ourselves all mixed up and in a pretzel. And so today we'll play with these kind of thoughts of meditation. Um, Outside of meditation, you've already thought all the thoughts and imagined all the things that could happen to you this lifetime and what you would like to have happen this lifetime. So today we're going to surf the imagined waves Uh, It's going to be outside the usual fame and fortune and lifestyle stuff. That's always fun to look at, but, you know, there's deeper stuff. We can always go deeper. Um, So none of that stuff, that fame, fortune, lifestyle, it doesn't really allow you to be hugged back by that energy. I'm not saying it's not a fun energy to be in or happy energy to be in, but you want to Find out areas in your life and in your makeup and what feels good to you so that the stuff around you can hug you back and make you feel loved. And the things that you're creating give you all of that. And it's like this little space of creativity that we don't hear enough about. There should be a class in school when you're little, a little kid, about creating just your life and this sort of area around your life. And so when we get into meditation, we look at the aura, we call in the aura, we bring it around us. You can do that right now as I'm talking. And as we sort of call this energy around us, we're calling us back to ourselves. So as we begin this meditation, let's call back any of the energy that we have left all over the planet. If you're thinking about another place on the planet, part of you is over there. So let's call that back. I just saw a mountain, beautiful mountain in um, Japan. So a little piece of me is over there. So let's call that back. And let's call it back into your aura. And that aura can be, we'll bring it in real close, about a foot above you, below you, side to side, front and back. There you go. So start to make that aura around you kind of like an egg or a bubble And for today, I'd like you to just let it be at a gold energy. We don't always use this gold energy, but we're kind of looking at interesting different kinds of topics. So we want to use an energy that's really expansive. And that gold stuff gives you that expansiveness. 
where it can be very changeable. So just imagine that aura vibrating at that gold energy all around you. And today, we're going to look at all these friendships you're creating all over the place. Um, We're going to look at spirituality. We're going to look at creativity. And we're going to look at courage. And usually, when we look at these spaces, I kind of identify them in different areas around your body. So we want to think about the whole aura, front and back, side to side. And you can think of it as sitting in the middle of a medicine wheel, that you're creating, uh, but it could be a wheel, it could be a column of light, because we're going to connect to the earth in a second, it could be, you know, kind of a different shape, sometimes we get all into the pentagrams and the stars, or different uh, geometric shapes, so any of that is okay, you might be sort of sitting in meditation, bringing the aura around you, and you're kind of sitting on a snowflake, that's fine too. Just sort of think about that. Like you get to set up this energetic space. So just in this little tiny moment, you're setting up your universe to sort of align with where you're at right now. And if gold doesn't feel quite right to you, maybe more of a silver, maybe it's a big splashy color, that's okay too. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we want to enjoy a connection to the center of the earth, and it can look like a column of light. So it's from the base of the spine all the way to the center of the earth, and the earth says hello back. It's like, hello, how are you? You've been walking around on me all day. (laughs) But now you're saying hello. (laughs) So just enjoy that space. The earth is kind of like the biggest comic out there in the universe. So I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to to flow through the legs, through the feet, through the knees, through the hips, into that first chakra. It's creating a nice looping action. And just allow some of that earth energy to bubble up the spine over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. You want to keep those palms open. Usually we face them up, but just open is good. And just allow some of that earth energy to flow through that fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and out the top of the head. There's lots of ways to run energy Sometimes you want to sit down. Sometimes you want to lie down. Sometimes you want to stand up and walk around. Over time, you kind of know what works for you. Sometimes you want more earth energy or more cosmic energy. So speaking of cosmic energy, I'd like you to connect to the sun. From the top of your head, that crown chakra... Like you to imagine reaching out and saying hello to the sun, the usual sun in our solar system. I'd like you to just start to receive some of that solar light. It can look like a giant golden sun above your head as this flow starts. It comes through the crown chakra at the top of the head, starts to flow through those back channels of the spine. It's saying hello to each chakra. It's mixing with earth energy all the way down the back. Some of it will pass over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. Some of that solar light will flow through the legs and back to the center of the earth. And some of that solar light will continue to that first chakra and through the grounding cord. So either way, you have earth energy that's flowing through you out to the sun and you have that solar light flowing through you back to the center of the earth. And so it kind of makes a column of light. Just sort of notice that space. 
And so because we're going to be looking at some of these topics that might get a little heavy, I'd like you to put out a rose in front of your aura and a rose off to the right in front of your aura, another rose behind you in front of the aura behind you, and then off to the left, out in, out in front of that aura. So you have four roses that are kind of floating around, and they're just kind of telling all the energy that might be coming at you. Maybe you have work stuff to do later today or something else to get to. That people can just wait five seconds <laughs> while you move your energy around. It's just letting them know to come back later. Just gives you a little bit of space. And so the first energy we're actually going to look at is spirituality. And we normally wouldn't start with that, but because we're thinking about all sort of aspects of life, beginning and endings, uh, spirituality kind of gives us that um, area of energy where we can look at all of it at once. And so that spiritual sort of idea sort of comes at us from the east direction. And in this case, it can just be off to the, your left shoulder. And so outside your aura, you might notice some energy there. But inside your aura, I'd like you to see what is there off to the left when you hear the word spirituality. It can be really deep and a religious experience. It can be some of the light stuff, some of the nice words that people say to each other. Sometimes in our spiritual makeup, there's a lot of discipline or perfection or purification. You want to just take a look if that's there. If it's not, that's fine. If it is there, let's use it. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. There's no good or bad here. There's just experiences. So in this spiritual space, I'd like you to see what shows up. What are the people, places, and things that show up that make up that space for you? When you think of beginnings and endings in your lifetime, are you thinking about some sort of religious experience in a particular location like a church? Does it have to do with nature? You might want to take a look at the ceremony. What kind of ceremonies do you need in your life this particular lifetime? And if this was going to be it, this was going to be the last day, what kind of experience would you like in that area? And it can be really simple. It can be, be just looking at a picture. Or remembering a beautiful place you've been. And sometimes you might want to think about, as a spirit, how you began. So what if it's not just this lifetime? What if it's all the lifetimes? And where did you start? Did you start out like a little dot of light? A little bit of that gold energy that you have running in that aura? Were you just a little speck? A little light floating around? And then you got bigger and bigger? How did you start? I'd like you to say hello to that starting place for you as a spirit. And so as we have earth and cosmic energy running through us, you might want to notice that part of you is kind of circling the aura. You may not be in the center of your head. You might be approaching this from the center of your heart or the top of your head. So that's okay. In this particular exercise, we can be anywhere within the body, within a chakra or energy center. 
or in the aura. And so I'd like you to look at that space of where you began. What did it look like? Were you just this little ball of light? Did you have a color? Does it look like this universe or something else? Are you waving back to yourself? And so I'd like you to just notice that you are saying hello to that sacred part of you, the beginning part of you. And that's with you all the time. So in real life, when you walk into a room, you're bringing that original beginning part of you with you when you walk into every single room, every door, every place you go, that's showing up. So just notice if you'd like that to be more prominent. Sometimes we want to keep those beginning parts of ourselves a little hidden, a little protected. That's okay, too. Sometimes you want to be really loud in our life. Maybe it's required. And we've been a little shy to share this part of ourselves. So as of today... I'd like you to just notice how you'd like that beginning part of you, that spiritual you, to sort of be. What does that look like? Is it a different color in present time? Does it look like a mini you? Does it look really different than you in this lifetime? So I'd like you to notice that connection to the beginnings of you. And does that little part of you want to be in that sort of area over your left shoulder? Does it want to be somewhere else in your body? In an energy center? You might notice that your whole space just calmed down. So that beginning part of you might have been trying to get your attention for a while. And like, finally, there's a hello. So I'd like you to just practice that for a couple of minutes, seconds, moments. I'd like you to say hello to that beginning you. And just keep saying hello. You might hear or receive a hello back. But just keep saying hello. Okay, great. And as you notice that beginning self, that spiritual self of you, now I'd like you to think of all the other spiritual stuff you like. Do you need any of that? Do you want any of that around you? Just notice what you prefer. And we're doing this meditation just now, but you can come back to it any time and change your mind. So just for today, do you need anything else? All right. So the next piece, we're going to look at creativity. And that, we'll look at that off to the right of us off that right shoulder. And when we say creativity, that can mean so many things. And then somebody's like, ugh, just talking about art again. (laughs) But it's much more than that. It's creating anything. You can create a great work day. You can create a meal. You can create a grilled cheese sandwich or hamburger or whatever. Uh, You can create um, different social events obviously artistic stuff. So it can be anything, anything that you'd like to create. So I'd like you to just notice what's over there. 
What's over that right shoulder in your aura? Is there a lot of stuff? Is there a lot of colors? Are there people, places, and things floating around? Does it seem empty? Is it like a ghost town? What's happening over there? And so sometimes when we think about beginnings and endings, if you were going to leave the planet right now, would you like to leave behind a creative legacy? And in meditation, it's like, "Ah, I don't care. And that's fine. Sometimes I want to care, and other times I just don't care. So just notice that space. Like, do you need to leave stuff behind? And if you want to, okay, what is it? I've been thinking a lot about Frank Lloyd Wright. And did he want that? Did he want people still living in his houses? You know, many, many years later. Did he want people to keep going back to his houses thinking as an architect how wonderful they are? Or did he want something to evolve? So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, you want to be a creative person and leave sort of the creative product behind. Um, But then maybe it kind of stops people from creating something new. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does. I don't know. So I'd like you to think of that creative space. And we're all architects of different uh, modalities. So what are you creating? And do you need anything in this area? Do you need to know that beginning of your creative self? And so while we looked at that spiritual self, you might want to take a look at that beginning of that first part of you, that little blip of light that's floating around. And if you look over your left shoulder and look at the beginnings, your first little pieces of creativity that you played with, what was that like? Did it have lots of colors? Did it have lots of shapes? Did it have to do with places? Did you create really fast or really slow? You might sort of dip into some of that past life stuff as I continue. You might notice that your current life is a reflection of all the other past lives as far as creativity. In this lifetime, you might feel the pressure of having to create a lot more and that maybe you haven't done enough. So I'd like you to take a look at all of that. Any places where it hasn't been enough, either enough creativity, enough time to get to the creativity, or maybe all the joy has left the creativity area of your life. And if that's the case, I'd like you to look back to that first creative self. And what did it look like? Maybe you hear things. Maybe you're hearing music or some other type of creative form. And I'd like you to say hello to that creative you that's off to your right shoulder. And keep saying hello. You might want to encourage that original part of you to hang out with you in this lifetime right now. It seems like that beginning self that's creative seems very full of energy and space and freedom. But notice what else you see about that. Are there any limits? 
Is there any time factors involved? Is it just this continuum of creative thought? Just take a deep breath and sort of notice that stuff lying around over your right shoulder in your aura. Notice if you're kind of getting excited. Like, wow, I could go do all this stuff if I feel like. And saying hello to that original part of you, that creative self. I'd like you to come back to that question again of what you'd like to leave behind. It might be something or it might be nothing. And that's okay. Sometimes we're part of a process over lifetimes that keeps creating and we're part of it. Sometimes we want to own all of that for ourselves and other times we don't. Sometimes we see it as part of the bigger whole. So notice how that creative self says hello back to you. Great. All right. So we're going to leave that creative self there. Off to the right, we have that spiritual self off to the left. And behind you, I'd like you to say hello to all that time and energy spent about friendships. And I have this sort of behind us because I think a lot of us uh, look at different eras of our life as far as friendships and friendships covering everything, whether they're family or or somebody that's not related to you. It can be groups of different work people. Um, it can be other groups of people that you know on the internet and nowhere else. So it can be that too. But I'd like you to think about that back of the aura and where lots of folks sort of enjoy interacting with you. And so sometimes this uh, friendship space gets all muddled with all these other things. And so just for now, I'd like you to think about that original self who made that first friend. So here you are, this little blip of light, little gold ball of light floating in the universe. You're just kind of excited and surprised that you're existing, floating along. Maybe there's an earth already. Maybe there's not. Maybe it's before all that. But there's an original part of you that made the first friend. And that has a lot of energy behind it. So I'd like you to say hello to that person. The person that you were way back when you had your first friend. And we say make friendships, but really we're creating something when we create a friendship. Sometimes we know what that is. Other times we don't know. Everybody just showed up at school and we started talking to them. <laughs> so just notice that there's lots of different kinds of energy that are behind you in this friendship space in your aura. And I'd like you to say hello to that original self. And I'd like you to make friends with that person that made that first friendship. It's that first friendship that was made with your energy as part of it. I'd like you to just notice that space. Sometimes we like to create the same, the same type of friendship over and over and over again. Sometimes it's because we're saying hello to ourselves again and again. Or it might be something else. 
So the reasons and the purposes and all of that might not be so relevant right now. But I'd like you to say hello to that first friend that you were to someone else. That first instance. It might have a color to it. It might have a place to it. It might have just an energy that you know, oh, that's me. That's me over there. That's me hanging out. That's me back there in a lawn chair in the back of my aura. Just take a deep breath. Because sometimes I think on this planet, we get really kind of confused about what we're doing. Who we're doing it with. And why are we talking to them? Just so many confusing things. So let's just go back to the original part of us that was the first friend. Maybe you've pulled up a lawn chair next to them. You're just hanging out. And you're just talking. You're saying hello. Just notice where that is in your body. You might feel a deep relief or a release somewhere in your body. They might notice a different excitement or a different ease happening. And so as you say hello to that first person you were when you made the first friendship, I'd like you to think about what else you'd like to create here. Sometimes when we think about our endings and leaving the planet, we want to think about all the people that are going to show up to that celebration of life ceremony or whatever we want to call it. I have thought that personally, just so you know. And then I forget. And then I don't care. And then I kind of care. And then I go back to caring a lot. So I'd like you to go back to that beginning you of that friendship. And notice how easy it was to say hello to that person that made the first friendship. And that same energy can say hello to all those people that you're friends with or that have just, you know, crossed your life path this lifetime. And you can say hello to them now. Right now. And you're still alive. <laughs> and you can stay, say hello to them right in, from the center of your head, the center of your heart, anywhere else in your body. So I'd like you to say hello to all those people you've met, you've known, you've hung out with, you've participated with, you've had good times, you've had bad times. You'd have crazy fights. You have crazy reunions, whatever that energy is. Sometimes we argue with people and yet they're still our friend. We still like them. We still care what they think. So I'd like you to just say hello to all of that through all the years and all the different eras of your life. And I'd like you to say hello to those friendships, friends or family, and I'd like that original you that's back there in your aura to say hello also. You might get a lot of phone calls after this, but that's okay. Just take a deep breath. Notice that back of the aura sort of filling in differently. Maybe there's more gold energy back there. It's her saying hello to all sorts of different people, places, things that you're friends with. If you feel like you'd like to call in a little more earth energy or more solar light, you can do that. You might notice that it feels differently in the back of your aura. You might feel a little more supported. A little more of you is back there. You might say hello again to that original you and that first friendship energy. You might notice that color. 
And would you like that to just hang out in the back of your aura, propelling you forward? You can put it somewhere else within the body if you'd like that. Just notice what your preferences are. Great. Okay. So those three areas, side to side and behind you, seemed kind of easy, I guess, not so hard. Um, but out in front of you is kind of a different story. So I'd like you to think about courage. And when we want to start something new, or we want to explore, or we want to discover something, um, there's that initial first step. And some of us just jump in and look forward and never look back. Others jump into a new energy and kind of turn our head and look behind us like, uh-oh, what did I do? Uh, sometimes uh, we might do courageous things, be able to start something new, but we're still filled with dread. So I'd like you to look at that space in your aura out in front of you, that space of courage. And I'd like you to ground out any of the energy that might be floating there right now. Sometimes when we're doing something new, a lot of other folks jump in that space. They're like, oh my God, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? How are they doing that? They ask all the questions and you may not know why or what you're doing. You might just be jumping in and figuring it out later. So courage is different in everybody's space. So I'd like you to notice if there's any other areas of judgment in here about how you approach something new. Sometimes we have to do uh, things that we don't want to do to get things started. You know, it could be like as simple as making a phone call somewhere that we don't want to do that, but it will get the ball rolling. So how do we handle that? And so some of us just sort of shuffle our way through it, make all the mistakes, but just keep going forward. Others uh, like to concentrate on the perfection of the process some of us just like to procrastinate, but we'll get there eventually. So courage can look and have different timelines to all of us. So I'd like you to just notice that first part of you, that first original energy of you, that did something courageous way back in the beginning. And somehow you're here now. So way back when you were just a little speck of light floating around the universe, you did something different and something new. And it created something. And then you did another thing new. And then another thing new. So I'd like you to just say hello to that original self that was so brave and so courageous. And it wasn't about perfection. And it wasn't about doing the right thing. It was just picking an energy and being it. I mean, I'm oversimplifying, but think about that original courage being that you were. Does that have a different color? Is it a gold color? Is it a different color? Does it have a shape? Does it look like a whole bunch of other people, places, and things showing up? As you look at that original self.
there's something about courage that also points to like the warrior and tenacity. So I'd like you to redefine that to what it is in present time. So in this age, in this body, in this life that you're in, what does courage look like? You might use it all the time or not at all. And as you're making your way through life, could you be applying more courage here? So let's say hello to that original you and that original first step you took. And you might already know what you created in that first step of being courageous. To sort of notice that space. Say hello to that person that is you. And if there's any area of your life that you need a little more courage, I'd like you to ask that original you to show up there. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to be the perfect courage example. There's a lot of ways and ways through it. So just notice that space. Notice that courage area out in front of you. Maybe that version of yourself that has that courage energy has a certain symbol that means what that means to you in that original setting. Just take a deep breath and just let that space evolve into present time. There you go. Just take another deep breath. Let that space rearrange out in front of you. So we have four areas that we worked on today. There's always more. But this last thing we'll do with courage is how you leave this particular body this lifetime do you need this courage energy do you want it to look a different way and do you need it to show up somewhere else than it has been and it doesn't need to make linear sense Just notice if it's something like returning the energy back to its original form. So sometimes um, that original courage energy could have been borrowed. And that's okay. It's like bravery, courage, encouragement, kind of all kind of comes together. There's no real beginning and an end to it. But I'd like you to say hello to that original courage self. And then I'd like you to think about that original friendship self behind you. And then I'd like you to think about that original creative self that's off to the right. And then off to the left, that original spiritual self. And I'd like you to form a ring of energy, of gold energy, 
around all of these areas of you. It might be easier to have them sort of come in in a circle and hang out in the center of your heart. It might be easier to have that come into the center of your head and have them all together. It might feel great to just have them hanging out in your aura. It's up to you. But I'd like you to notice what happens when these four parts of yourselves are all connected. They're all in communication. They were before, but now you're noticing. And you can talk to them all. Let's take another deep breath. Notice that space and where they're going to hang out. I'd like you to amp up that solar energy coming in from the top of your head through the spine, flowing through the arms and legs. And I'd like you to amp up some of that earth energy too. You've changed a little bit of energy, and really all we did was say hello. <laughs> so just be aware that you've changed your space a little bit as you go out into the world. And we want a little more earth, that cosmic energy flowing through your space. You have a little more room for that. I'd like you to notice where these original selves are. Spirituality, creativity, friendship, and courage. Notice where they're hanging out. And take them with you for the rest of the week. That's your homework. Okay, so we're wrapping up. We have Venus Andrick next and more on Inflow Radio. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.